Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! All right, there yeah! you go. Somebody, somebody got to give it to me. All right, we got an exciting night tonight. Last week, of course, wild card weekend. It was wild indeed, especially for, of course, America's team, the Miami Dolphins. They fought hard. We'll get into that, I'm sure, at some point whatever all right let's get it started because again it's divisional championship week and just like normal the miami dolphins are not here so i gotta talk about other teams let's get it started welcome into the studio justin jesus herrera yeah much like uh miami dolphins looking for a quarterback jason's looking for a cue to get on to the next segment um i'm just gonna start off by saying thank you guys for tuning in with us i know we're not delivering the fantasy for you anymore but it's the loyal fans that keep us going we love you guys and if you get a chance check us out on tssfantasy.com when we're in season we have our rankings there we will be having articles from the great jordan thomas right below and we will also be having some cool merch swag and possibly some cool sponsorship promo codes. Wink, wink to possibly some new sponsors coming. All right. Struggling right down. <laughs> We're just going back and forth. All right. Let's also welcome to the studio, Jordan, the judge. He's in tonight to replace the Jesta. Welcome into the studio. Yeah, thanks as always for having me and Justin. I just got to say, man, anytime I get on camera with you, you're fulfilling my fantasy. So I don't know what you're Ooh. talking about to these people about the fantasy not happening because it's still very much alive and well. The judge. Nice my, my number one follower over there. I love <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so listen, the greatest thing about tonight is that we got a big champs or chumps night with some big guests. Bengal Jim's in the studio. He's already 1-0, actually, in champs or chumps. And Julie Buffalo Billarina, if I'm saying that correctly, she is in tonight as well to take on those bills. So this is going to be a fun night indeed. As Justin alluded to, hit the subscribe button on TSS Fantasy. We got some exciting Things coming on right now, and we got a big Super Bowl special coming up as well. Check it out. That's what she said. Yeah, get hyped up. Um, it's going to be a fun Super Bowl special with big personality, as Justin likes to do. On, Justin likes to say on the promo, Joey Fickle, what's up, you handsome bastards? And look at that. We got some of hyped up for the Super Bowl show. I'm hyped up, too. We got some big guests set for that. So that's going to be really exciting. Some 
fantasy jeopardy we're gonna have some uh just there's gonna be a lot of stuff to it we're gonna be sending out some promos here later i can't even go over it. it's so much to it travis sumter let's go niners i mean we're not talking about the niners tonight are we well eventually we will by the way he, just he's, he's just a salty bears fan that's the only reason he's talking about the niners and I don't mean to correct you, Justin, but we are still bringing some fantasy. Don't forget, we're doing a DFS, so at least we still still got a little bit of fantasy left. If if people are still doing that, all right. Well, let's check it out. We got we. Got, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Hey, that's to our sponsor. We got Underdog Fantasy. You got to go check that out. All right, we got to bring in our guests. Are like, come on, let's get this over with. Let's bring our guest in, Bengal Jim in the Buffalo Bill Arena. It's Champs or Chumps night. Let's bring him in. All right. Well, welcome first into the studio. We'll go ladies first. Buffalo Bill Arena. Miss Julie, welcome to the studio. Hi, thanks. I'm very impressed with your graphics and those promos. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, been working hard on my phone trying to get those together. So I do appreciate it. And Bengal Jim, I know you've been in the studio before. Welcome back. Appreciate you coming into the studio. Yeah, good to see you guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Great to hear. Great to see you as well. We're going to say what's up. The spicy radio girls want to say what's up. And Colts Martin, um, how are some of my favorite people tonight? We appreciate you being in. All right. So like I said, guys, it's champs or chumps night. This is a big matchup. We looked all over these matchups this weekend. We determined this to be the best one. We're excited for it. And we have no Flanders tonight. But we do have a judge in the building. So, Jordan, I'm going to put you on the spot. You're going to be judged tonight. I'm going to let you handle the back and forth as we go along here. Let's get it on. It's champs or chumps night. Divisional round. Let's hit it. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but And only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm going to give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> All right, it's champs or chumps night. I'm excited for it. Let's get it on. Like I said, ladies first. We'll start with you, Julie, and our ch- or excuse me, our champ round. We'll start with the QB position. This is going to be about as easy as it gets. Let's hear the champ case for Josh Allen this coming up weekend. Um, okay, so I was at the game obviously last weekend, and like most people, um, Josh had a lot of plays that were very concerning, and between his interceptions and then he had a lot of passes that should have been intercepted too that weren't thankfully but what i realized with josh is that anytime he makes me doubt him the following week he comes back and shows why he's our franchise quarterback so i mean he really does a great job um i mean proving people wrong um and does better when he's proven proven wrong um and then two as far as, I mean, you have to get pressure on Josh Allen because he gets out of, I mean, he figures his, he's a great runner. He can get out of a lot of um, pressure. And one thing um, the Bengals are not good at is putting pressure on the quarterback. I think they're, they're third or fourth. They're very low in the sack total this season. And that's when you have Josh Allen, such a mobile quarterback, that is, I mean, that is, key for success for him, basically. Um, and two, he also plays to his competition. We were playing a third string quarterback um, with, am I echo? Hold on, sorry. No, you're good. Okay. We were playing a third string quarterback 
on Sunday, obviously. And Josh played, um, no offense, but like, a, I mean, there were times like a third string quarterback, but give him Patrick Mahomes earlier this season or Patrick Mahomes in the AFC divisional round last, last uh, playoffs. I mean, he was going one for one every single time. They would score, we would score. So, um, yeah, and I and too, another thing is I noticed I was at the Bengals game, the Bills and Bengals game, the, January 6th, I believe it, it was, um, the one with DeMar Hamlin. And one thing I noticed is that the they won the toss, the Bengals won the toss, and usually when you win the toss, you pick to defer, and they chose to take the ball. Um, and I think that's because they fear Josh Allen like most teams fear Josh Allen. So um, that's why I think Josh Allen will have success. Yeah, I mean, certainly um, Josh Allen is one of those athletes that likes to get all fired up, like, say, Michael Jordan-like, um, likes to find something to get himself fired up about. So certainly um, his play last week is something to build on for this week. Jim, I'm going to kick it to you, my friend. Another easy layup. It's the champ argument for Joe Cool Burrow this coming up Sunday. Yeah, I won't, I won't go too detailed on this. I mean, I'm just going to tell you, if Skylar Thompson can put up 31 uh, on the Bills, uh, imagine what Joe Burrow can do. Skylar was hitting – I think he only had 18 or 19 completions that game, but it was big play after big play after big play. Um, and so, I, I mean, I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean, Joe Burrow, the, the first game, that Monday night game, uh, marched down the field the first drive. They took that ball – uh, first, because they don't think the Bills' defense is very good. And they proved that that first series. And also on that second series uh, was moving the ball down the field as well. I just, at the end of the day, um, Joe Burrow is going to be Joe Burrow uh, against these guys. Uh, he's not going to turn the ball over. Uh, and he's he's been more disciplined with that. Instead of taking chances and turning the ball over, he knows uh, to throw the ball away um, more now than he did last year. So I just think – I just really think the Bills defense is lacking and missing some key players, a couple injuries there as well. Um, if Skylar Thompson can put up 31, uh, I think this this is going to be a good day for Joe Burrow. Yeah, the Bills D has been a little susceptible to the big play. Judge Jordan, what say you, however, doesn't matter what I think. Who wins round one? So so this one's close. Uh, both contestants uh, came out swinging, brought up some really good points. And, you know, when you talk about Josh Allen – he does respond really well when his back's against the wall. And, and Julie was right. He did trade blows with Pat Mahomes last season in this same round. However, Mahomes hit the final blow, just <laughs> like I think Joe Burrow and Bengal Jim did in this round. First round goes to Bengal Jim. Bengal Jim winning round at number one. All right, well, we're going to go to the chump round in this one. Bengal Jim, we're going to start with you. We're going to go to the running game of the Buffalo Bills. Tell me why they're going to be a chump this coming up Sunday. I, I think, uh, you know, I'm just going to throw out some names here. Um, this defense has lost their best cornerback of the year, Awuzie, one of the top three cornerbacks in the NFL. But, man, their, their, their front six has been pretty damn solid against the run. Uh, DJ Reader, BJ Hill, uh, Hubbard, and Hendrickson, uh, linebackers Logan Wilson, uh, Jermaine Pratt, Guys, these this is kind of the no-name defense. These, these guys, there's no one giant stud on this team, but they're so disciplined. Um, I, I just think the, the Bengals front is going to be uh, is going to stop stop the run game. I'm going to keep it that simple. He said the no-name defense. Hey, listen, I'm not the judge. You don't suck up to me tonight. What do you think, um, Mrs. Buffalo Bill Arena? Let's talk about this Bengals running game. Let's talk about why they'll be chubs coming up this Sunday? Um, well, as far as I know, last time I checked, I, I believe they have three starters that are out on the offensive line. Um, and I think I think it was last year against the Titans, they when Burrow was sacked, I think it was like a record number of times. Yeah, nine times. And they obviously drafted and tried to build the offensive line to protect him. And now they have three of those starters out. Um which doesn't help an already depleted run game. Um, I mean, they haven't – honestly, they haven't run the ball a lot this year. They haven't had to because they have, I mean, really good wide receivers. And I think last week they ran – I think they had like 60 yards against Baltimore's defense. And Baltimore's defense is not as good statistically against the run as the Bills' defense. So, um, 
Yeah, and also, too, Matt Milano and Jermaine Edmonds are playing. They seem to be playing their best ball in uh, the playoffs, too. So that's why I don't think they'll have all right, that, she killed me. She killed me, Jordan. I got to give it to her. All right, that's it. <laughs> so, Bengal Jim's already ready to give it up. Let's say you, Judge Jordan, who wins round number two. So, the one area I have to agree with Bengal Jim in this round is you absolutely lost. Uh, the moment you said uh, Chidobia Woozy top three corner, you uh, you lost you me. Uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and uh, he's good. He's good. I'll give it to him. But I mean, top three is pretty bold. Give me Buffalo Bill Arena for round two. Buffalo Bill Arena taking round number two. We're all tied up 1-1. One, one, going back to the champ round, let's talk about the receiving core of the Buffalo Bills, including Dawson Knox. Give me the champ argument, Julie, for the receiving core for this Bills coming up Sunday. Um, well, I don't remember his name, but the, the Bengals have a rookie in the secondary, I believe in the corner position, that's alongside Eli Apple. Um, so, I mean, anytime you have a rookie against, I mean, Stephon Diggs, it's um, you, you're more you're likely to have somewhat success. And then opposite is Eli Apple, who has shown his vulnerability in the last couple, I mean, throughout his basically entire, his entire career. Um, and then two, they're coached by Chad Hall, who has done such a great job developing. He's the wide receivers coach. He's done such a great job developing the wide receivers. And not only developing them, but adjusting at halftime to get them involved. Um, there's been a lot of games this year where Stephon Diggs hasn't been involved. They come back halftime, he's involved. So their adjustments to get their wide receivers involved is is good. And then Dawson Knox is just – I mean, granted, he, he drops some catches that you question how did he drop that. But he, he's a, he has a lot more catches where you're like, how did you catch that? Um, so, I mean, between – Diggs and Knox, Davis, even McKenzie, and now John Brown. It seems in the last last game, Josh Allen and Beasley seem to have that connection again now too. So um, between that, when you're going against corners that are that have shown that they can be vulnerable, you should have some success. All right, I like it. I mean, again, these are some good receiving options for Josh Allen. Uh, like you said, the addition of Beasley, he's back. Dawson Knox making a little one-handed. Well, never mind. You're getting me all fired up about last week. All right, let's go to Bagel Jim. What about the champ argument for this? This is another easy one for this Bengals receiving core. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think any NFL team would love to have these core receivers from the Bills and or the Bengals. They're both outstanding uh, they both present problems to both defenses across the board. I mean, obviously, you, you got Boyd, Higgins, Chase, and, and Hayden Hurst, who is just having his best years uh, uh, as a tight end in the league. Um, I just – I mean, the chemistry that these guys have, I mean, you know, Joe Burrow, the chemistry that he has with these receivers, it, it is – it's almost uncoverable when they're on. I mean, when they're connecting the back shoulders, I mean, you can't defend the, some of these passes. I mean, again, I hate going back to a series and a half uh, for that Monday night game, but it showed pretty quickly how easy the Bengals went down that first series uh, and scored, and that second series was going the same direction. So, guys, I'll tell you what, man, I think this might be the most even position group uh, between these two teams or this this receiving core. Um, I, I love them both. Uh, you know, I you know my, on my fantasy team, I had some Bills receivers. Uh, so at the end of the day, I know uh, how good they are. But I will put I will go all in on the Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase, Boyd, Higgins, and, and Hurst with Joe Burrow uh, at quarterback with these guys. And, yeah. and again, I'm, I'm going to refer to this one more time, but 31 points by the Miami Dolphins with a third-string quarterback, they're going to they're gonna eat all day Sunday. Watch. Yeah, I think, um, you know, with that receiving core, I might put up a touchdown or two. No, never mind. Maybe not. All right, Jordan, what say you, friend? Who wins round number three? So this matchup is tough. Two great competitors, two great teams duking it out. Great position uh, or skill position players. Uh, I've got to go back to my guy, Bengal Jim, on this one. There was no mention of Gabe Davis. Uh, Gabe Davis. I feel like Bengal Jim, man, you listed off everybody. There's so many weapons in both offenses. I think the Buffalo or the sorry, the Cincinnati Bengals have one or two more. All right, Bengal Jim's up 2-1. We're going into round four. This is our chump round, and we're going to talk about the defenses. 
Jim, I think you've already alluded to some of it, but tell me why this Buffalo Bills defense are going to be a chump this coming up Sunday. Guys, this is their weak spot. On their, you know, they played sloppy in all three phases of the game this past week. Uh, guys, their defense, I mean, without with some of these players that they're missing, it's, it's, it, it hurts them. It really does. Um, the Bengals were even running the ball. Like, like uh, Julie said, the, the, the Bengals' run offense has not been there, and it's been, it's been bad <laughs> all year. But that first series and a half, they were running the ball, gash plays uh, against the Bills. So, um, man, I, I, just, I just think the Bengals are going to take advantage of this and, 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 and get this done this week. All right. We're going to go to Julie. Why is the Bengals' defense going to be chumps this weekend? Um, I mean, kind of, I guess what I've, uh, mentioned with Josh, I mean, when you have a defensive line who can't, can't really get sacks and can't put pressure on the quarterback that allows Josh Allen to be successful, um, and allows the defense to not be able to stop him. Um, and then also the secondary, you know, the Eli Apple and, um, again, that rookie, um, just allowing for, for them to. To do something on <laughs> to make some big plays, absolutely, totally yeah. agree with you. All right, Jordan, what say you, my friend? Who's winning round number four? Well, we finally got to the part of this matchup that wasn't super sexy. The defense is right, uh, but I gotta say, uh, you know, without all world top three corner Chadobia Woozy, uh, I have to go with my girl Julie on this one in round number four. All right, we're all tied up. Crazy how it gets gets to the final round every time. Every time. Every Here time. we go, though. Let's go, Julie. This is the money round, and we're going back to the champ argument. Tell me why the Buffalo Bills will circle the wagons and win this Sunday. Um, okay, well, the first thing is, is um, we've lost one home game this season. And obviously we're playing at home this week and it was against the Vikings and it was an overtime. So, I mean, that our record at home is very good. So, I mean, obviously crowd noise is going to be a factor and should help out um, when the bills are on defense. Um, also too, I feel like it's destiny that if we win this game and most likely Kansas city wins, I live in Atlanta, the game would be in Atlanta. So that's, that's, I feel like fate. Um, I feel like Leslie, Leslie Frazier, as much as our defense is talked about as far as, you know, not being consistent this year, we've had a lot of injuries. We've had, you know, Micah Hyde, Von Miller, um, Tredavious White wasn't, we didn't get him back till November. So, I mean, Leslie Frazier is a, just like I was talking about the wide receivers coach, Leslie Frazier is a great defensive coordinator and he's been consistent for the last, I mean, I don't even know how many years he's been with us. Um, and he's very underrated. I feel like to figure out. So if anyone can figure out how to stop the very talented wide receivers core, um, it is him. But then also to um, Demar Hamlin. I mean, obviously this game has a lot of emotion in it. And seeing that when they were in Cincinnati and Demar exited in the ambulance and the team walked out after him, I feel like they're, they're going to have to bring him out to do the coin toss. And the team is going to, this time is going to follow him into the stadium instead of out of it. And that's just going to spark up the team and it's going to spark up the fan base. And the fact that we're playing at three o'clock against the third seed and it's the third playoff game of the weekend. I feel like it's just destiny that it's, we're going to do it for DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> oh, wow. Indeed. Didn't really think about all that. That's definitely something to, to think about. Bengal Jim, let's go to you. The big argument here. Why are the Cincinnati Bengals going to be victorious this Sunday? Go down a couple things here. Uh, there's going to be 10,000-plus Cincinnati Bengal fans in that stadium. Uh, we have an event going on Saturday night. We sold 1,000-plus tickets to that event in less than two hours uh, at a brewery uh, downtown. The tickets, that I think entire Cincinnati's heading heading uh, up to Buffalo here, about a seven-and-a-half-hour drive up there. There's going to be a lot of Bengal fans up there. Uh, let's talk about history of this 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 game, basically between the Buffalo and Cincinnati. Two passionate fan bases. Um, they played twice before in the playoffs in 1981 and 1988. Bengals are two and zero against the Buffalo Bills in the history uh, in, in playoffs. Joe Burrow, uh, 
Buffalo not playing well on defense and giving up those yards and, and those that many points to a third-string quarterback, uh, I think, is going to come into play. Uh, and they played sloppy in all three phases. Um, guys, the number one reason, you know, the Bengals also, they're built to contain quarterbacks, period. When you play in the AFC North with the quarterbacks they got in the AFC North, they've got to contain. Uh, and that's what they do very well. And they're going to do a good job of that against Josh Allen. But the number one reason why the Cincinnati Bengals will win this game the Bengals should be the two seed, period. Roger Goodell, coin flip decision, if the Bengals would have lost to the Ravens, which had the best defense in the AFC uh, playoffs uh, this year. Um, we played them last week, the best defense in, in, in the AFC. But the Bengals would have beat the Bills Monday night. How in the hell do the, is the Bengals not the two seed or playing at a neutral site? NFL hates the Cincinnati Bengals. Roger Goodell hates the Cincinnati Bengals. And let me tell you something. The Cincinnati team has a serious chip on their shoulder. Um, when, the, when the NFL comes out and tells the Buffalo Bills fan base and the Kansas City fan base to start buying your AFC championship tickets, this team is pissed. Trust me. Um, this would be a great game. I, I love the Buffalo Bills. I love the fan base. I've been up there many times. Uh, this team has a chip on their shoulder, just like they did last year. The Bengals win this game. Uh, period, flat out period. And and Roger Goodell's gonna absolutely freaking hate it when the Bengals are back in the Super Bowl again. Some really good points, Jim. Can I say, can I say uh, yeah, go right ahead, go right ahead. Okay. Because I, I saw that they interviewed Mixon about the um selling the AFC tickets, but the AFC championship tickets have been available to buy in Cincinnati and in Buffalo for the last two weeks. No, so but maybe- but the the, the NFL is the one that came out and said this. The NFL didn't say anything about Cincinnati. They said Miami, I mean, Buffalo and Kansas City. Didn't mention anything about the other two teams left in the playoffs. I, I get it. You're right, Julie, but I'm just telling you. that's When the NFL does that and comes out and says that and leaves two teams out, it's it's typical. And that's what happened last year. And uh, if, if Bengals are going to change the narrative uh, in the NFL, which is really hard to do, um, they just got to keep winning and win a couple Super Bowls. The narrative will change in the NFL, and it's going to, because we're going to be in about a 10- to 12-year run with this quarterback, Joe Burrow. Well, and I will say too, if we can't, if we can't do it, if we don't win, I do hope I went to the Super Bowl last year for the Bengals, um, and I do hope you guys end up winning if if we can do it. But I'm the, I'm the same way, Julie. I hate it's the Chiefs. <laughs> it's an interesting perspective. Um, I never really thought about it from that side. That it wasn't not really fair to the Bengals for that also not to be a neutral site type thing. So yeah, you're totally it's right. Didn't really think about that at all, but. Judge Jordan, I mean, I wish you could judge on that tonight, but unfortunately, all you can do is judge here. Who is said winner tonight of Champs or Chumps Divisional Round? So they both came out, and, and they both landed their shots all match long, and this this final round was a slugfest, and we even got some overtime in here, and I, I really appreciated and loved that. I think the most valid point and the one that I think should be hammered home is there's one guy in this matchup who's gotten it done, and his name is Joe Burrow. As much as I love Josh Allen, as much as I love these Buffalo Bills, and as much as I find you know the entire DeMar uh, situation just inspiring, I think that chip on the shoulder of Joey Too Cold is going to be too much to overcome. I'm giving Bengal Jim and the Cincinnati Bengals the win this weekend. The Bengal gym, not only are the Bengals 2-0 against the Bills in the playoffs, but now Bengal gym is 2-0 on Champs or Chumps. Congratulations, Ooh. my friends. You Thank are tonight. You. Julie, Julie could have gone either way, girl. Uh, good luck Sunday, and and uh, it was great having great, great seeing you. Yeah, uh, and I will say, too, because I was at – obviously, I said I was at the Cincinnati game. The fan base, I mean, I will never um, – I will never root for another fan base as much as I will root for the Bengals because, I mean, just when everything happened, we had people behind us, Bengals fans, like, hugging us, wanting to pray with us, reassuring us that the hospital was going to take care of them. I mean, it was a great, um, not a great situation, but, like, given the circumstances, it was very supportive situation. Well, Andrew, that- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I've never been more proud of 65, 70,000 people in a stadium at one time than that night, because there's nothing in this country you can get any 100 percent of everybody to agree on anything. You just can't such a divided country. 
But let me tell you something. In that stadium, uh, we had people all over our session. I sat right in the end zone, right by the Bengals tunnel. There were people praying. Uh, we didn't have any Bills fans next to us, but as we went out of the stadium, we were grabbing Bills fans, uh, talking to them. But that's why there will always there's always a connection between Buffalo and Cincinnati to begin with. With you remember Andy Dalton hitting Tyler Boyd for that touchdown to put you guys in the playoffs. Now, that's one thing. This is on another level that no NFL fan base has ever felt or seen. And it, the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals will ever be connected because of that uh, awful situation at Monday night. And thank goodness um, that Tamar is is recovered. It's just an amazing. Um, if you don't believe in the power of prayer, think again because that was that's that's exactly what happened there. Yeah, I think I can echo the sec- sentiments of America. We were all, um, you know, feeling the same way, and all, you know, bang- you know, we all felt like very a lot of respect for the Bengals fans how they, you know, what the respect that they were showing DeMar uh, during that situation. So, Bengal Jim, you are tonight's winner. Let's hit the let's hit the winner intro, and also we'll include the Bengal fan base. They are the true winners also. Yes, let's sir. hit it. We got no losers tonight because it's divisional playoff time, and it's just exciting for exciting game to uh, to go. Excuse me to watch this weekend. I'm excited to see who comes out the winner. Uh, Buffalo Bill Arena. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content. Um, so on Instagram, um, on the bottom, it's just at Buffalo Bill Arena. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have Twitter. Um, All right. Well, make sure on it. Go to follow her on Instagram. Lots of great content. She's always at the games, posting a lot of great content in there. So make sure you go follow and get her stuff. Bengal Jim, I see you all the time on everything. Even uh, you're on the local news recently. I saw on your feed. Let us know where we can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content. Uh, Just at Bengal Jim. You'll find us on uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And we do a podcast every Tuesday night. We've had Kay Adams on. We've had Coach Taylor on. We've had a lot of the current Bengal players, a lot of former players, but just look up uh, at Bengal Gems anywhere on any social media platform and you'll find us. But we, we appreciate you guys and Julie, good luck. And, and uh, you know, we, we will, um, you know, I hope it's a good game uh, both ways. And, and uh, if, if we do happen to go down, we'll be rooting for you. Yeah, same with you guys. And we'll see you. I mean, I think we're going to end up playing you guys pretty consistently for the for who knows how long. I mean, it's going to be a fun next 10 years. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep, and don't forget about America's team. All right, let's get it going. We'll send our people out tonight. Judge Jordan was here. He was also kind enough to record a little session for us. He's got a team he wants to judge tonight. Let's see if he gets them out of the playoffs. Let's see what he has to say. Thank you both. We appreciate you. Good day, guys. All rise for the Honorable Jordan C. Thomas. You may be seated. Court is now in session. Today, we would like to call to the stand the Dallas Cowboys. How about Dallas, yeah! after this last week and after your improbable playoff victory the second time in a decade, your fan base can be heard shouting obscenities to anybody that'll listen to them. Things such as, we did boys, America's team, this is our year, And we are winning the Super Bowl. (laughs) Unfortunately, all of that is indeed incorrect. While you did come in and handle business in the first round, let's put a couple of things into perspective. You faced off against the GOAT, no doubt about it. Unfortunately, the team around him was not very GOAT-like. Congratulations on whooping up on a team that limped into the playoffs and barely was able to hold off the Carolina Panthers for the division. Yes, the Carolina Panthers. You were able to advance, but thankfully for you, this game was never close. Because if it was, Brett the Threat Maher would have surely cost you the game as he missed more point-after attempts as San Francisco lost games all season. There are three teams in the NFL East that are still alive today in the playoffs, and after this week, I'm afraid there will only be one. The last time your sorry-ass franchise made an NFC Championship game, I was in the second grade. 
Last time you faced the 49ers in the playoffs, you were one and done. And this year's team is even better than that team. Dallas, the court finds you innocent of being a real contender and guilty of being the same old Dallas Cowboys. This court is adjourned. You know why he did that, though, right, Justin? You know, oh yeah, reverse uh, psychology. Oh, I know uh, why he did that. Uh, yeah, it's been doing yeah, it all freaking year long. Uh, he thinks the he's judge slick. Judge is not corrupt. He thinks he's slick. He thinks he's trying to, you know, swing that little, you know, a little reverse psychology for the Cowboys for this weekend. You're not fooling us. All right, now, Justin, you mentioned to it earlier that we didn't have any fantasy or fantasy advice, but we do. We got some ultimate DFS. Let's hit it. All right, it's time for the ultimate DFS lineup. Let's go to Justin, since you've been backstage listening to the judge. What about your ultimate DFS lineup? Yeah, so I'm going to get it started with Big Cock Brock. Uh, this is probably the cheapest guy you're going to get, and at the end of the day, he might be the best one you're going to get because I'm going to pair him up with Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk, and they're going to have a Fun day in Santa Clara, tearing up that cowboy booty. <laughs> then we're going to go with Jarek McKinnon. Did you like that one? Did you like that one? Ooh, ooh-wee. I could already smell it. Um, <laughs> There's that skunk that shit in my mouth. <laughs> oh, that, no, that, was like, that was like greasy burger. That's all that was. Like, oh, that, that was tonight's dinner. Chicken, man. Some good old-fashioned chicken, just like the Cowboys. Anyways, let's move along. Jarek McKinnon, we, where have you been, my friend? Oh, that's right. You've been on a bye. But I'm loving some Jarek McKinnon. Still got him at a cheap price. I don't think DraftKings has learned that his value is up there with everybody else. But take advantage of it because DraftKings does not change their prices all week long. Then we got Stefan Diggs at 7700 He is one of my high-priced dogs this week. And I love it because Stefan Diggs against Cincinnati, this is going to be a game of games. This is going to be what Kansas City, the Bills, was last year. I expect this to be a high-scoring affair, and Stefan Diggs will have his fingers over this entire game. Kadarius Tony, loving that game. I think that – pardon me, I have a cold. Uh, Kadarius Tony, I, you know, at the end of the day, if they're going against Jacksonville, Jacksonville hasn't got anything. I mean, you know, they had that little come from behind that should have gotten rid of Brandon Staley instead of Joe Lombardi. But, you know, that's a perfect – it's a perfect game for Kadarius Tony to go off, get him started for the playoffs. I'm expecting it to be a nice day for the passing game for the Chiefs. Khalil Shakir, $3,000. It was pretty much what I had left was a little bit over $3,000. So I went with a guy who was getting catches last week in Khalil Shakir. Travis Kelsey, love me some Travis Kelsey this week. Travis Kelsey has got to get something right going into this playoffs. And I think that Jacksonville is the perfect game for him. And finally, the Giants defense. Crazy enough, they did some good stuff with their third string two weeks ago against the same Eagles offense. So I'm going to go with them this week. I think Dexter Lawrence is a force. Khalil or uh, Aziz Alshay, not Aziz Alshayer, Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau are going to give Jalen Hurts some fits this week. Loving it at that very low value of 2500 all right, gotta love it. All right, let's go to Joy Don. What is your ultimate DFS lineup? Oh, yeah, brother. Let me tell you something, fantasy <laughs> Jesus. We're going to start with T-Law, who has been pound for pound just as good as Patrick Mahomes since week 11 of this season. And you can't have some T-Law without his number one weapon, Travis Etienne. I'm with you, bro. Jarek McKinnon, I've been on that bandwagon driving it for weeks. Uh, I, I love me some Stefan Diggs, but I went to the other side of the matchup. Give me Jamar Chase. Pair him with another one, C.D. Lamb. Give me Brandon Ayuk, who's going to absolutely 
eat against the weak side of Dallas's secondary. And then you throw in big cock. Dawson Knox will get another touchdown this week. I'm going to double up on tight ends, go with Dallas Goddard, who's about to tear a hole in the New York Giants. And then the Philadelphia Eagles look, I get it. Uh, last week, the Giants looked awesome, and they did some great stuff. <laughs> Eagles are embarrassed from the last time they played. Eagles come out and make a statement. They're going to walk all over New York on or this weekend. Okay, we shall see about that. All right, I kind of agree with you with the Trevor Lawrence. Um, and again, it's a good matchup. I mean, KC is vulnerable in the secondary, and they're going to put up points. So you get the best of both worlds. I'm going back to Saquon um, Barkley because the one thing that the Eagles, I know, you, I know you're saying that they're going to run route, but the one thing that they're susceptible to is a running attack, and that's what Giants can do at least to them. So I like Saquon in that spot. I'm on the Jarek McKenna train like you guys. Debo Samuel, you know, we saw him last week make a big play. Think he makes some big ones this week, you know, um, against their secondary. I like it. Zay Jones gonna do my stack with Trevor Lawrence. He's been hot as of late. And let's get Tyler Boyd again. We were just talking about how the Bills secondary has been susceptible um, to big plays. Tyler Boyd is a big play receiver on this uh, Bengals offense, so I like it. Richie James coming in. Now we talked about this Giants offense. Richie James has been targeted quite frequently. Doesn't make a lot of huge plays, but in PPR, what does it matter? Making some big points for you. Got to go Travis Kelsey. That's the big cheese. I mean, why not? Um, Got to go with the big running back this week. And I like the Cowboys defense to make some plays against Brock Purdy only because I think, you know, Brock Purdy needs to be shook a little bit. I think the Cowboys have enough on defensively to shake him a bit. I know Justin thinks eh, that's funny. They're going to shake him up a little bit and they rookie's going to make some mistakes. I mean, you know, again, you can't just go too far with Mr. Irrelevant. All right, listen, we just did a little fun wrestling bit, right? I love wrestling, obviously. Now, before actually, before we get that, we got to run a quick commercial. This is from our friends from Pro Am Belts. So make sure you check them out. So, you know, we like wrestling here, right? You know, and I kind of feel, feel like myself sometimes like a Vince McMahon type. And I, so I got a little chance. I got a little surprise tonight for Jordan because I love being Vince McMahon. Let's get a championship match for Family Feud tonight. Let's get it. <laughs> Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is a championship match tonight for Family Feud. We got the champ. DJ is in to take on Jordan, and that's right, it is. Championship match. I'm excited. I hope you are too. DJ, welcome in, my friend. Thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure as well, too. Nothing like a last-minute championship bout as well, right, too? Nothing like jumping from the very top ropes. Indeed. I mean, I love being, like I said, this is that surprise, like, oh, when you're on Monday Night Raw, like, all right, it's time for the championship match. All right, let's get it on. It's round number one. We got the top six answers on the board. Here is your question. I'm looking, we're talking receivers. 
I'm looking for the top six receivers in red zone TDs this year. This year. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I, was, I was prepared for your normal where you go off of last. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right over my eyes. And uh-huh. It's a championship match, right? All right. Talk right out from under me now. Have not breaking my encyclopedia brain right now short circuiting <laughs> c3po is about to, about to fall apart but hmm. all right well you you let's both try to, all right let's i got we'll try Devonte adams Devonte adams gordon cd lamb cd lamb cd See you wrong. DJ, how about you? Got another guess? Uh, let's try Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Jordan, how about you? Let's go with Jalen Waddle. Ooh-wee, this must be a championship match. I think the nerves are getting to him. DJ, what do you think? Uh, let's, tr- hmm. let's try A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown? Jordan? Let's go with Devontae Smith. Yeah, you're going to find one of them at some point. Let's go with Stephon Diggs. He gets plenty of targets. One of them has to be in the rest. Stephon Diggs! Stephon Diggs, Diggs. he's number two. Well, he's tied with number one, um, and he has seven TDs in the red zone this year. All right, well, you take it away, DJ. You already have one strike against you since we've got about 20. So what <laughs> else you got? <laughs> oh, well, that was my that was the only one I had. So let's see. Uh, let's try Justin Jefferson for the next one. Justin Jefferson. Also on the list here, he's at number three with six. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Running out of ideas. <laughs> Running out of ideas real quickly. Let's try DK Metcalf, I guess. DK Metcalf. Well, that was fun while it lasted. Uh, for fun, just since we had talked Bengals, Bills earlier, let's try T. Higgins. T. Higgins. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. Mr. Jordan, can you steal round one? Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk tied with Stephon Diggs with seven. Also on this list, tied with Justin Jefferson was Amon St. Brown, Brandon Ayuk, and Amare Cooper. So those were your receivers. All right, let's go to question number two. Jordan up 1-0. This is according to ESPN. All right, see, I'm really going to throw you around tonight. According to ESPN, give me the top five ranked running backs going into 2023. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. He is on this list with number three. All right, you got control. What else you got? Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. He's He's at number number two on the list. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Number one on the list. So you got one, two, and three. You're missing four and five. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Expecting expecting that and that one not to be called. All right. So Jonathan Taylor's number four. You're missing one more. Did Did you say if it was PPR or not? I did not um, say, but it it, okay, okay. it 
It was just uh, overall. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Oh! Jordan sweep, sweeps that one. Number round number two. Nails them all. Those are your top five ranked running backs. That's according to ESPN going into 2023. All right, let's go back to this year. Top five answers on the board. Here is your question. We're going to quarterbacks, but I'm going to go inside the five-yard line. I want the top five quarterbacks who threw TD passes inside the five-yard line. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. He's numero uno on the list with 16. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. No Josh Allen on this list, believe it or not. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He is he number, is number five with 10. On this list. So you're missing two, three, and four. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. You, you like that. He is number four with 11. So you're missing two and three. Joe Burrow. Did Joe I say Joe Burrow? I haven't said Joe Burrow. Cool. Burrow. You said Josh Allen and now Joe Burrow, both of them now out, and you have number two and number three. Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Actually tied with Mahomes with 16. So that's very interesting. I didn't know that. All right. You got one left and one strike remaining. Who is the quarterback? Red zone passing touchdowns, correct? Correct. Inside the five. Five. Tom Brady. Tom Brady! Jordan sweeps fantasy feud championship match. I mean, that was kind of like the last one kind of went the way the DJ went. So he kind of, I think he kind of either 3-1 or 2-1'd you, something like that. Yeah, so I think we're definitely set for a rematch soon. But for tonight, my friend, you are tonight's winner. Congratulations. Right, we definitely got to have a rematch, though, soon, for sure. Yeah, round three. You got to have a round three. Yeah, no, no doubt. All right, DJ, if you don't mind hanging out with us, we're going to break down the four matchups um, with our picks of the week. So let's hit it. You could ask yourself a question. Well, do you punk indeed? Last week, let's take a look at our records. Justin, Freddie, and Greg ruled the week. All went five and one. I was four and two. And Flanders, who right now isn't on the show because he's folding clothes, is at <laughs> that three and three. <laughs> Got to get his jerseys ready for Saturday. Right, indeed. He is leaving. Got him all pressed out. He's going to the Eagles game, so uh, to be fair, I gotta, I gotta give him some. I gotta give, gotta give him a little uh, love at least on the way out. All right, let's go on to these matchups. Um, let's talk about Jacksonville at KC. In the game itself, it's supposed to be 37 degrees and possible rain for the matchup. Four-mile-an-hour wind, so nothing crazy on that front. The Chiefs are favored by eight and a half. The over-under is 53. The Chiefs lead the overall series eight to six. Um, the last time they played was in November. 
Chiefs only won by 10 points, 27 to 17. This is the actual first time they've played in the playoffs. Justin, who you like in the matchup? Uh, first time they played in the playoffs because Jacksonville is not used to being in the playoffs, at least not this deep in the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. It's familiarity. It's better scheming. I know Doug Peterson is a student of Andy Reid, but at the end of the day, you got one guy who's won a Super Bowl, been to another, been in these situations before, and you got another guy who likes to hang out at the Waffle House and takes all of his teammates there. And it's only won one game because the – L.A. Chargers decided to have an epic meltdown, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Jordan, who you like? Uh, I also am 100% on the Chiefs, but it has nothing to do with Andy Reid. has nothing to do with Doug Peterson. Both great coaches, and I'll give the edge to Reid all day. It's all about Patrick Mahomes. I think Trevor Lawrence has arrived. I think he's here for a long time, but not a good time this season. He's going to get tore up by Kansas City. Yeah, I think the Jags have a ride, but yeah, it might be a little too much firepower on KC side. Totally agree. DJ, what what say you, my friend? Well, I, I would love to just say the Jaguars just had some parody, but I'd be lying to myself and everybody else. So we're going to go with the Chiefs. I think they're going to cover the spread. Their defense is underratedly good, and if you give them the, that 27-7 to 7 lead, they're not going to give it away. They'll just add to it. So I'll take the Chiefs comfortably. The crew all green. We're all going with the Chiefs in that matchup. All right, let's go to another one we got here. I didn't. I don't think I wrote these down in order, but the Giants at Philly. It's 39 degrees in that matchup. Clear skies, though, two-mile-an-hour winds, so weather not a big factor. Over-under will be 48 in the matchup. The uh, Eagles are favored by 7.5. The playoff series actually is tied between these two teams, 2-2. Two to two. Um, The Eagles lead the overall series 91-87-2. and two. The Eagles swept the Giants this year. That's most most important, 22-16 to 16 and 48-22, to 22, and they won three in a row. Jordan, what say you on this matchup? NFC Championship game is destined to be the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and I'll say that on the next round. It's the Eagles. Uh, Giants have a great story. Daniel Jones has been nice. They're, they're not beating this team, and, and they're not even getting close this time. DJ, how about you? What do you think? Well, the Eagles are 31st against letting quarterbacks run the ball on them. And you do have Frosty Fields coming to town off one of his best games of his entire career. I'm still taking the Eagles with that bye week. They're still they're gonna cook them. The first time they played, they ran them out of the building in the first in the first quarter. So give me the Eagles in this one. Vanilla Vic, Frosty Fields. I love it. Justin, what say you? <laughs> I like Frosty Fields. That's a good one. Um you know, he really does fit in as one of the Jacksons, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, it's all right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I'm going to – I think this will be an actually a, a good game, but I don't think that the Giants will pull it out. I think this Eagles team has enough and has enough rest at this point to get on to the next round where they'll probably be demolished by whoever is the winner of the uh, next game. Yeah, we all um, are in agreement in this one. We all like the Eagles. Um, you know, I don't know if it'll be a demolishing. I mean, these are teams that are familiar with each other. Um, the Eagles do want to come out and play better, obviously, but, you know, so does every team at this point. Giants want to also win this game, and they're going to be fighting hard. So I, I think it'll be a close one, but I do think the Eagles edge it out. All right, let's go to the next matchup. This was our game of the week, the Cincinnati versus the Buffalo Bills supposed to be 33 degrees in this matchup overcast eight mile an hour wins the bills are favored by five in the matchup the over under is 48 and a half Bengal jim brought it up earlier they're two and oh the Bengals are against the bills and that was back in 82 and 89 the bills though when our lead the overall series 17 to 15 last time they played was uh 20 well obviously they played earlier this year um, but they played also, it was 21 to 17. We're going to go to DJ in this particular matchup. What say you? Who do you like? Both teams kind of scare me a little bit by the way they played last week against team backup quarterbacks, teams they should be. And they both have blatant holes like offensive line, defensively. But I'm going to take the Bills mostly because they're at home. And I think they, I think defense, they have a couple more playmakers. But I do think the Bengals will cover that spread. Five and a half is kind of wild for how close these teams are. Yeah, that DeMar Hamlin, um, you know, atmosphere really is going to be tough for the Bengals. Justin, what say you? 
Yeah, I think the Bills win. It's not because of the DeMar Hamlin thing for me. It's because the Bills are just a better team. Uh, you know, when I saw the Bengals play the Ravens, you know, it it's one thing to, you know, play the Dolphins with a third-string quarterback, but you still got all the weapons. You know, you still got Tyreek Hill. You got all this to deal with. So, you know, and Miami came to play on defense. The Ravens were just barren. They looked mostly bad and the Bengals just let them stay in there it's one thing to play that way against a divisional opponent but it's something you know you scheme for this team that you just saw the week before so I'm going to go with the Bills on this one I think the Bengals are going to have a tough game we're going to give a tough game for the Bills but at the end of the day I think this is destiny it's Bills Chiefs in a rematch in the AFC championship game Jordan what say you so I uh, I think both teams might have been overlooking last week's opponents a little bit. This is the matchup we've just been salivating over for literal weeks now. And I think the whole world is behind the Bills. <coughs> Everybody expects the Bills to win this game. And they've got the DeMar Hamlin thing going for them. You know, whether you want to give it, uh, give it its credit or not. Either way, I think the Bills are expected to win this game. And you said that, you know, Josh Allen was or, or sorry you said the bills were better but last year the Bengals are the ones that got it done and i think this team is better than anybody gives them credit for i think there's a giant chip on that shoulder and i think joe burrow is going to put this team on his back and win this game i actually do agree with you jordan i'm calling for the upset at least on the crew i am the lone wolf i like the Bengals to upset the bills in this matchup with again i did just think the Bengals defensively right now are playing a bit better than the Buffalo Bills are. And we saw what Josh Allen has been doing as of late. He has been prone to turn the ball over, which I think will prove to be costly against the Bengals, who actually will make them pay for it this time. All right, let's go to the final matchup um, of the week. You should have did champs or chumps, Jordan versus Fancy Jesus tonight, because we got Dallas going to the 49ers. Supposed to be 54 degrees, clear skies, five-mile-an-hour winds. 49ers are favored by four in this matchup. The over-under is 46. The Cowboys lead the playoff series 6-2. to two. The Cowboys um, are favored 19-18-1. And it says in November, in November of 16, you guys played last. 49ers won 23-17. to 17. Let's say you, Justin, who you like in the matchup. Get your stats right. It's three to five. All right. Well, that's what that's what it said on the internet. <laughs> that's what the internet. Well, the internet, li- well, the internet lied to you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just say this real quick. Uh, 49ers Cowboys gonna be the game of the week. It's properly put into the Sunday night slot. Uh, whoever wins is going to be the San Francisco 49ers, but whoever wins is definitely gonna be in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't like to talk a lot of shit because it usually gets your ass kicked. Ask Commissioner Cooper. but i will just say this dallas is going to give a test to brock purdy and i respect that but brock purdy is a lot better than everybody wants to give him credit for and this offense is going to give you everything and more this defense is going to come after dak and bucks you should have won that game. Everybody's like, oh, the Bucks. Everybody's all drip Bayless in it over here. Oh, we beat the GOAT. We beat the GOAT. San Francisco put 35 on the GOAT. Let's go. All right, DJ, what say you? That's a tough one because I think this one's even more evenly matched than the Bills and the Bengals are. And both are actually clicking at the right time as opposed to scaring the you-know-what out of me. I'm going to lean towards the 49ers for no other reason than if I pick the Cowboys, Kelsey, to be mad as a self-deprecating Cowboys fan that he is. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the 49ers to keep his trend of picking against them. But I think it's going to be razor, razor close. This Niners secondary does kind of worry me a little bit, especially with what the what the Cowboys can do through the air. But I, I'm going to lean towards because Dak also still scares me a little bit too. Great last week. The body of work this year has been a little shaky. So I'm going to lean towards San Francisco by a hair. Like the many faces of Mick Foley, Jordan, your alter ego went with the Niners, it seems like. But what say Cactus Jack? All right. Well, Cactus Jack is in the house and he's ready to tell you, Commissioner Cooper, that Dallas is beat or Dallas is built to beat this San Francisco team. They are everything that San Francisco has not had to play under Brock Purdy. And it's real cute that you mentioned that the 49ers beat the GOAT. 
You beat Tom Brady in the regular season. We beat the GOAT in the playoffs in his house. Not much difference. Much. Huge difference. Not much difference. Huge difference. Have you seen Tom Brady play this year? Not much difference. Have you seen Tom Brady play in the playoffs throughout his career? It's fucking almost a lock. Now, with that being said, Tom Brady was running for his life all week last week. Had to get it out quick. Micah Parsons wrecked that game. He got in the backfield, I think, 11 or 12 different times. I don't see anything on the San Francisco O-line that's going to be able to stop him. I think Dallas's best, best tool is against San Francisco's defensive line. I think San Francisco has a great defensive line. Dallas has a great offensive line. That's where this game will be won. The Dallas Cowboys, if they can get past this, I absolutely agree with you, Justin. They are going to the Super Bowl. Either of these teams are going to roll Philadelphia. Unfortunately, I'm a realist, and San Francisco's fucking winning this game. <laughs> okay, well, that, that makes me the true lone wolf. No I way. do think the Cowboys are going to pull this off. I, 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 like right. I Like I said... I think they're going to rattle Brock Purdy. Bottom line, he's a kid, like, and he's Mr. Irrelevant. And this defense is very opportunistic. I think they're going to go in, rattle him a little bit, make some big plays, Cowboys win. Plus, I just want to get at Justin a little. All and right. A little <laughs> he's a little That's right, I am. Yo, motherfucker. All right, there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a little jelly. You guys, you know, are in and I'm not. All right, DJ, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff, my friend. Absolutely. You can find us on all of our socials at high, high underscore low underscore sports. And you can find us every Wednesday. We go live at 8 p.m. Eastern time as well, too. Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, everything, YouTube. Everywhere you want to find us, you can find us in some variation of the as well, too. Come hang out with us, talk a little trash. Tell us about what was wrong. Well, yeah, right. Either way, we're always <laughs> All right, we do appreciate you. I would tell you, Jordan, tell everyone where to follow, but they already know you're on our side now. You just follow right here. All right. All right, listen, don't forget, next week we'll be doing the same thing. We'll do our championship round, and then we got our big Super Bowl matchup. So make sure you guys hit that subscribe button, follow along, get the notifications. We appreciate all of you, and we are out.